Awesome Podcast. Toot toot. Well, folks, it's November. And that's the time of year when you look at how little you've accomplished in one of your maybe 75 little trips around the sun and decide to crack the whip on your own little keister. November is a great time to quit shaving to save yourself productive time or finally finish that novel you've been talking about. Mm. Heck, some guys even swear off of nuts, droops, and legumes because they believe crunchy snacks are slowing them down. And Mr. Possum and I have never met a pop wellness and self-improvement viral trend that we didn't want to try as well. So we're doing all those challenges and more. Oh, yeah, that's right. We do all the challenges. Keto. Juice fasts, mm-hmm. couch to 5K, mm-hmm. couch to 1K, oh, yeah. the two-day gut yeast massacre. That's right. Mr. Possum and I are so into chaotic fits of wellness that we've decided to pack this November with as many challenges as possible. So tonight, it's November. Big Hal and I got us some brand new no-nos for this month. We're going to tell you the things we're giving up or changing for the next, well, close to a month. Yeah, close to a month. We're, we're starting a little late. And Thanksgiving week, by the way, does not count. You got to still have a holiday. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of our cheat week. What happens on Thanksgiving stays in Thanksgiving. So we'll be back in just a few with the start of our November challenges. Big Hal, what's the first thing you're saying no to this month? Well, this is a big one for me. The past couple years, I must admit, I've gone and got myself hooked on the thrills, the uncertainties, the big ups and bitter downs of riverboat gambling. Mm. And it's time for me to face the facts. It's not good for me mentally or financially. You're a boat boy, huh? You like going to the boat, huh? Uh, going to the boat? What boat? Yeah, the casino boat. Riverboat casino. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't have a boat myself, and I don't go to a boat, and I wouldn't go to a casino anyway, Mr. Possum. I don't know if you know this, but the odds are stacked against you at a casino. So what do you mean by riverboat gambling, then? I mean that I walk down to the river's edge, and I find whoever's standing down there. There's usually a couple dudes. And I bet them 20 bucks that a boat out there on the water sinks in the next 30 minutes. Hmm. I'm guessing you always bet the boat's going to sink, though, right? What do you think your odds are there? Yeah, I usually am the guy who uh, bets that the boat is going to sink. And the reason I do that is because nobody takes the bet if you go the other way, Mr. Possum. You walk up to some people and you say, I'll bet you 20 bucks that boat out there ain't going to sink in the next 30 minutes. And you'll get some uh, <laughs> you'll get some funny looks. Yeah, they'll probably splash some river water on you. Big Al, we got to get you a new game. We gotta even out your odds a little bit. This stinks. Okay. 
Like what? Oh, Big Al, there's plenty of stuff you can do. Even Winnie the Pooh knew how to gamble correctly on the river. Well, you could play the stick game. That's one he invented. You take a couple of sticks, and you throw them out in the river, and then you put your money down on the stick you think's gonna win. It's it's riveting. Oh, wow. Okay, so like a miniature Kentucky Derby with a couple of sticks. Yeah, hmm. right, exactly. Like a Driftwood Derby, sort of. Yes, the Driftwood Derby. That's a gambling game right there. You could also do a like a river version of like punch buggy, you know, like a, I don't know, call it like bruise cruise, where if you see a certain kind of boat, you punch your friend as hard as you can in the arm and you try to make it all purple. Okay, and I guess the money just goes to whoever has uh, less purple on them at the end of the day. Right, you need a you need a bruise referee to stand around and kind of judge the bruises and yeah. you know get a ruler and kind of see how big they are. Poke it with the stick. You could even use the driftwood if you go get it, and you could poke it and see who's really in pain more. I mean, th- this is how you gamble. Yeah, you sound like you're good at this kind of thing, Mister Possum. Well, I've been known to gamble on some sticks down at the river. Huh. Wow. I didn't know that about you at all. That's a, that's how I know you're a hustler. You didn't tell anybody. You didn't you don't walk into every room and go, I'm a bit of a gambler. Oh no. You gotta know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. That's a reference to Kenny Rogers. Yeah. He's kinda talking down to people, really, about cards. Of course you gotta know when to hold them, or else you just be putting cards down all the time, like cards. You gotta wait till your turn, first of all. And you know when to fold them. At the end of the game, you fold that each of those cards over to say that deck has already been used. Exactly. Basically like singing a football song where you're like, gotta carry the ball across the line and score some points. It's like, yeah, that's what the game is. Mr. Possum, what you got for us? It's good for your brain to say no, Big Al. It feels good. No. Yeah. No. It feels good coming out. Makes me feel powerful. No. 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 I feel like I live on Mount Olympus. No! No! Doesn't that feel good? Yeah, it does feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first thing I'm saying no to in November is baths. No more bath time, Big Al. Baths. Tired of getting stuck in a tub and having somebody rub soap all over me and hose me down with lukewarm water and then dry me off with a towel. I'm sick of it. I won't stand for it and I won't sit down for it either. No! Okay. Can I give you one more bath? Just... Kind of start the month out fresh. Is this maybe Ember? Is that what is that what this month is called? Is this called maybe Ember or is it called no Vember? I think it would be maybe maybe Vember. No, maybe Vember. No, maybe. no. It's it's actually November. You should look at your stupid calendar. Yeah. No more baths. I'm going full time stink. I'm going to get stink lines. That actually hang in the air, Big Al. I'm going to have the kind of stink lines that everybody can see. I'm going to be like that little nasty boy from Peanuts. You're going to have some stink lines that a swallow could land on. Yes. And they're welcome to. But they won't want to stay long because I stink. I stink real bad. That's how I'm going to live. I think it's going to be good. Because there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, a lot of young people that are ironically eating possum meat. And they're like posting TikToks and they're like, look at this nasty possum meat I'm eating. I'm putting ketchup on it. Uh-huh. I ain't going to be caught like that, big hell. I'm going to stink so bad, I'm going to scare off them TikTok kids. Well, scaring off kids sounds like a pretty good uh, thing to do. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not too excited about you smelling even worse than you do right now. Oh, you're not going to believe it. You would not believe how smelly I can really get. You're going to be able to taste me. <laughs> you're going to be able to lick the air and smell me. I'm going to turn you into a snake, Big Al. You're going to develop a sense of smell with your tongue. Yeah, I'm probably going to be a weeping snake because my eyes will be watering from your smell. Yes, you're going to be a pathetic little weeping snake crawling around on his belly, griping about the stink of his friend. That that sounds like a biblical prophecy, Mr. Possum. You're probably going to say no to hanging out with me this month, and that's your choice. Yeah, it sounds like I'm going to have to make that one of my uh, quote-unquote challenges. Yeah, you might want to. Big Al, what you got next on your no list? Clash of Clans. Oh, okay. You might not know about this, Mr. Possum, but if you're online at all, you've no doubt seen the ads for the strategy app, Clash of Clans. With those cute little big head Saxon warrior guys fighting medieval style for global domination. I saw one of these ads and there was a little finger on the screen playing it. And he was doing such a miserable job. I just had to download this stupid little game and show him how it is done. I mean, mm -hmm. what are you thinking? Designing a complex world-building strategy game and then marketing it so clumsily to the outside world just means I'm going to have to download that thing and disgrace you in front of your employees. I have no choice mm -hmm. but to purchase this app since you have marketed it so clumsily. Exactly. You know, it's like putting out a wedding video and you're up there with your wife you know, your first kiss, and you don't even know how to do it. Yeah, it's like you have no choice at that point but to show up and get in line to kiss that feller's wife. So anyway, it turns out that little demo finger was actually doing pretty good, considering how hard the game is. The uh, other guys on the screen are really trying to kill all your guys, and they are not lobbing softballs at you. They got fire and, and big rocks and stuff and uh, burning oil. Oh, so you're doing worse than the finger? Yes, Mr. Possum, I am doing quite a bit worse than that finger. So I've decided to quit Clash of Clans this month because it's too hard. All right. Well, it's not very impressive. You're just quitting because you stink at it. You know, I mean, it's not really a challenge, is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're quitting baths because you stink at that. Well, can I have your Clash of Clans account? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, my global rank is not very good, so I'm not that worried about you ruining it. I'm pretty bad with my fingers. We'll see. That's okay, Mr. Possum. Sometimes I... Wonder if I just turned it on and didn't touch it at all, if uh, my guy would get a better score than than with me manipulating things. Yeah, so a lot of medieval warriors have tried that strategy with great success. They just sit on the battlefield and eat a sandwich, and then they figure, well, nobody's going to bug my clan if I'm just sitting here having a picnic. Or they just figure, you know, hey, if I just show up at the battle, have a seat somewhere kind of out of the way, all these other guys are running around with these big, heavy iron swords and uh, lobbing rocks at each other, and uh, there's all this uh, chaos and cacophony all around. They'll probably just do themselves in, and I can just walk around and rustle through their pockets at the end of the day. Oh, exactly. All right, well, we got to stop talking about this, Mr. Possum, because it's making me want to play Clash of Clans. Oh, yeah. I don't want to ruin your no. Mr. Possum, hit us with another November challenge. 
Well, those of you in the know. <laughs> toot toot. Thank toot toot. Most of you in the know have uh, noticed that I pretend to be married on the show. And it's because I live under the porch of this lady. I considered her my wife and griped about her and stuff like that. But she's never met me except to be scared when I made too much noise under there. Uh-huh. So I, I'm going to say no to pretending that I'm married, Big Hell. I'm going to move beyond that. Wow. R.I.P. Mrs. Possum. It's pathetic. No one buys it because I'm disgusting. And I'm just tired of the game. I'm tired of the sham. Okay. Wow. This is going to change our relationship a little bit, Mr. Possum, because, uh, well, you're my bud. Yeah. And uh, I I got to say, part of being somebody's bud is getting together and uh, kind of commiserating about your situation with your wife. Yeah, I'm going to miss that. But we're going to have, we have so many other things to bond about. I'm mature enough to move on. It's okay. Okay. This is interesting. I think you might be my first divorced friend. Hey, divorce is even better to gripe about. Maybe. Well, maybe I'll live vicariously through you as you go through your uh, sort of second uh, single awakening. Oh, yes. I'll just, I'll describe all of my saucy dates in great detail. Uh, this will be great. Actually, actually, I'm kind of looking forward to this. Yeah, my life's going to get better real soon. I know. Yeah, I'm a little bit jealous of how your Thanksgiving's going to be, Mr. Possum. I mean, you don't have, uh, you're, you're not going to have uh, in-laws to deal with. I mean, I got to have Thanksgiving with my mother-in-law, you know. Oh, buddy, I know what that's like. Mother-in-laws are the worst. Okay, you did just admit that you've never actually been married. Huh? What? I mean, part of this should be you acknowledging that you never did have a mother-in-law, right? Well, I never had a good one, Big Al. Big Hal, what you got? Do you remember Blingies, Mr. Possum? No. Blingies? No. Blingies were a fun little subgenre of GIF that you could make on the Blingy website. You know what a GIF is, right? Little moving pictures that just repeat forever? Yep. Well, on the Blingy website, you could make your own GIF. You could put a sexy little Betty Boop over like an Old West saloon background and then put some sparkling stars all over it and then share it with the world. Some of the most beautiful gifts ever created. Okay. The problem with blingies is that they were worthless. Mm. Just a couple of shareable KBs stored on the web. But then recently, some very smart folks figured out a way to make blingies valuable again. What? In both our hearts and our wallets. By turning them into NFBs. NFBs, what's that? NFBs, non-fungible blingies. So now you can buy the blingies. Now you can buy the blingies. Mm. Yeah. So what, what happens when you buy the blingy? Well, you get a certificate that says you own that particular blingy. Mm-hmm. It's your blingy. And the market, of course, decides how valuable that blingy that you own is. So it's like art collecting in a way. Mm. 
Can you sell the blingies? Well, I mean, you're trying to get away from traditional currency. So you probably don't want to sell your blingies. So mostly we trade them like baseball cards, kind of. But here's the thing. If you save up enough blingies, you can trade them for something even bigger, like a jib-jab or a rickroll. So it seems like you're pretty infatuated with these uh, uh, blingies. Yes. Uh, but it seems like you've lost the point of the episode. And now, what are you saying no to exactly? Oh, I'm giving up non-fungible blingies. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Would you just get too deep in the game? Yeah, I'm a little bit. Uh, I'm a little bit over leveraged in that uh, particular uh, zone of my finances. Is what I will say. Over leveraged, huh? Yeah. But the reason I'm still telling people about them is because I would like them to retain their value, and I would like people to continue purchasing non fungible blingies while I am currently benched from uh, buying and trading them myself. Or you are truly a puppet master of the blingy market. Yeah, I'm a well, I'm a pretty savvy investor, I would I would like to say in general. All right, well since you're saying no to these blingies, why don't you let me hold them for this month? I don't know about that, Mr. Possum. These are pretty precious to me. I'll keep them safe and they're not really physical, they're just things on the internet, so I can keep them and I won't even get my stink on them. Okay. Uh well, here they are. I I just I just sent them over to you, Mr. Possum. My god, Big Hell, they're gorgeous. They're full of stars. Can I look at them one last time uh, before I say goodbye to them for the rest of the month? Mm, let me check my calendar. Uh, no. Oh. Mr. Possum, what's another thing you're giving up or promising to do for this month? Hey, Big Hal, my name's Tony Noparino, and here's my next nope. You ready? Yep. All right, no more eating anything that ain't Arby's. Wow. Did you hear me? All Arby's, all month long. How about that? I mean, that sounds expensive, if you, if you ask me. Arby's ain't cheap. I wouldn't ask you. I would just go do it, because it's November. I say no to advice. Guess what? I found me a giver. You found a what? I found me a giver. That's what I call an Arby dumpster that's just full of barely touched Arby. Ah. Uh. It's pristine. It's almost as good as going in and dining in, almost. So like an old gold prospector out in California, you, uh, you found yourself a rich vein of gray meat. Yes, I have... I found a bulging vein full of gold. Cheese, that is. And I'm gonna tap it every day. Yeah. I'm talking, there's pristine, clean boxes. And you open that thing up, and there's a chicken cordon blue in there with one bite taken out. I don't know what's going on at this place, because nobody finishes their meals there. Yeah. So basically, I'm gonna move into this dumpster... And I'm going to put on a cowboy hat. Yeah. And I'm going to sit in there and positively chug roast beef. Now, are you a little worried that if you announce this on the radio that you're going to have some competition for that dumpster? I say, come on, because I've never had more energy. Yeah. 
because I'm full of protein. I'm full of beef. And I'm full of carbs. Because guess what? There's Curly's out there. The legend of Curly's gold. Yes. And I'm Curly. And the, fr- the fries are also Curly. Yes, so. they're also Curly. little confusing. But I wanted to make sure you know whose gold it is. It's mine. I'm Curly. Yeah. The gold is also Curly. Big Hal, what you got? Oh, this one's going to hurt me, Mr. Possum. But I got to take a month off of my current lunch staple item. Mm. The Subway Meatball Marinara Wrap. Oh. Oh, buddy. See, I've always loved the tough, springy bite and bounce of the Subway Meatball. But I realized that the bread was holding me back. Mm -hmm. And I simply needed the thinnest possible containment method. If they had rice paper over there at Subway to contain my meatballs, I would get it that way. But nope, they just got the tortilla shells. It's a truly honest and trustworthy sandwich, the meatball wrap, and it doesn't pretend to be better than me. So I've fallen a little bit in love with it, I'll say. And it's time to set it free for a month and see if it comes back or if it just wanted what was in my wallet the whole time. Wow. Plus, I may have gotten myself into a bit of a rut going there every day at the exact same time and scarfing down my portion. I've become such a fixture at my local subway that the other day some kid tried to empty his tray into my mouth like I'm a garbage can. I've been there, except I don't complain about it. Yeah, well, I mean, you you would love it if they just hired you as a garbage can at Subway. Uh, yes, I would. Where do I sign? They hire sandwich artists, and they hire trash artists. And I'm the guy with a big old mouth. That's true. You do have a big old mouth. Your mouth is actually bigger than the little trash can holes they got at Subway. I don't know why they're so small. It's hard as heck to get the tray in there, you know? Well, I'm proud of you for breaking your lunch, Rhett. That ain't easy to do. What you're doing is you're leaving home. Yeah. You're striking out for new adventure. Manifest destiny. It's the closest thing we got nowadays to, like, uh, I don't know, showing up on the shores of the new world, striking Mm. out to find a claim for yourself, is uh, picking a different lunch item. Such bravery, such courage. A true explorer. Big Al Dottie. Subway. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Possum, what you got next for us? I tell you this, no. More dancing. Wait, what? No more. That's over with. That's that's gone. You're giving up dancing. Yes, and you are too. What? In fact, everybody's giving up dancing. You understand? Everybody. Tired of it. Everybody's got to give up dancing now. Yes. No more dancing and no more stepping around and pointing rhythmically to music. That is not happening anymore. It's done. I hope you enjoyed it. It's gone. No more dancing. Wow. I saw this movie called Footloose, Big Al. Yeah. And the hero of the movie is played by John Lithgow. And he just gets treated like absolute garbage. And all he's doing is trying to keep people from dancing, and they dance anyway. You would not believe this town. It's like everybody's feet is loose. Yep. And it makes me mad. Now, does he end up winning at the end of that? It's been a while since I've seen Footloose. No, he totally loses. He dances, even. 
Oh, no. It makes me mad. It just makes me mad. I hate to see it. Hold still, I say. You can flail around and dance when you're dead. There'll be time to do the twist in the grave. It'll be better when you're a skeleton. Come to Big Al's last one. What you got, friend? The last November challenge I am doing, I have given to my wife for her to pick, Mm. as any respectable husband would do. So, Mr. Possum, I have here an envelope in which she has sealed the paper on which I asked her to write down what she would like me to do or not do for the remainder of November minus Thanksgiving week. So let me open this up and see what it says. I will, of course, respect and honor this challenge no matter what it is because I believe in myself and I trust my wife to know what's best for me and her and our relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm opening it. I'm opening it up right now. Mm, okay. Okay. Come on. What, what's it say, Big Al? It just says, shut the blank up. Ooh. She wants me to shut up for the rest of the month minus Thanksgiving week. Hmm. She wants you to not talk at all. At all? Well, that might be it. Or maybe she just means when she's uh, trying to sleep and I'm uh, banging around in the kitchen trying to find some meat and tortillas I can roll up into a makeshift late-night wrap. Uh, Or maybe it's more rhetorical, like I just need to listen to her more and uh, spend less time telling her what she means. You know what I mean? Mm. Actually, I'll bet that's what it is. I'll uh, I'll bet that's what she means. So that's easy, actually. I can do that, no problem. Dear Mrs. Big Hal, I will try to listen to you more for the rest of November, minus Thanksgiving week. Anyway, Mr. Possum, what's your last one? Buddy, no more salad. I am done with salad this month. Well, I don't think you're going to be running into a lot of salads over there at that Arby dumpster you're living in. Oh, yeah, they got salads. Oh, no. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've been eating them just because they're there, but... I think I'm going to use it as my bedding, like a hamster. I'm going to drink the dressing. Comes in little ramekins. Yeah. But I ain't going to eat that green paper no more. It gets in my mouth, and I don't like it. It's just all in my mouth. I I don't like when the salad gets in my mouth like that. That's the worst part of eating stuff is sometimes that it gets in your mouth. Yeah, it just gets, like, stuck in my mouth, and it's just like, yuck. You know, I love when a Arby beef and cheddar gets stuck in my mouth. That's... Yeah. I could integrate that into my DNA. It can live there. It's part of my gums now. But salad? I don't think so. I ain't eating that no more. I'm gonna chug Caesar. I'm gonna chug French. I'm gonna chug ranch. But I ain't gonna eat no branch. Ooh. Right? We gotta turn this into, like, a real motto. Yeah. I'm gonna march around in the parking lot and get him to quit throwing away salad. I'm gonna be like, I'll chug your French, I'll drink your ranch, but I ain't gonna eat no branch. 
Oh, that sounds good. The Big Howl and Possum Podcast. Toot toot.